You're listening to the Feel Better Show, brought to you by the Century Club. Um, 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 da, 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a party! We reached 100 episodes! Welcome to the Feel Better Show! I am, of course, your host with the most... <laughs> Feel Better! God, that took a lot of energy. And with me, as always, through these 100 episodes, is my man, who I have a crush on. It's Al. <laughs> oh, that was amazing, Al. Oh, hell yeah, let me hear it. Jesus. Sorry if that destroyed your eardrums, ladies and gentlemen. No, that should wake the wake you up, people. Wake so. you up, well, it's a hundred episodes in. Uh, happy one hundred episodes. Yeah, it's, it's a century, right? That's uh, considered a hundred minutes. Yeah, it's a century. It's a hundred. Yeah. So this is the cent. Oh my god, centennial, it's- centennial episode. Yes, it is. How excited are you? I'm still waiting for my raise. We'll review it in the new year. year. That's what we're doing. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's 100 episodes of the Phil Better Show. We're celebrating with Lua... Lua, What are these called? Lays? Lays. Yeah, cheap Lays that I got at the dollar store. Shout out to the dollar store. Woohoo! Or Dollarama, Uh, whatever. Yeah, link in the description. Pretty sure I won't put it there, but... No. no. Uh, I have nothing to talk about, really, except... Yeah, nothing really to talk about. Al, do you have anything you want? Yay. Cheap dollar store things. Ah! I don't know. <laughs> These are ah horrible. Ah! Okay. Okay, I'll stop. Can we? Do you have anything you want? Uh. I'm gonna have uh, to take those away from you. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> um, I don't have any. Well, uh, any exciting news on your gigs or anything like that? Mm, not really. I I got gigs. Oh, there you go. It's the holiday season. People, um, corporate parties. Your contact to the the number one DJ in all of Montreal. <sighs> yes. His name is DJ Vertigo. Uh, but when he's busy. <laughs> it is true. It is DJ Vertigo. Shout out to DJ Vertigo. Put put his uh yeah he, contact in the description. I'm gonna now write that down. Yeah. Shout out. <sighs> Yeah, DJ shout out to Dave Vertigo. Vertigo. Get him, get him more gigs, so uh, you know he can buy me a steak dinner. I still owe you that steak dinner, eh? Oh God, you owe me a lot of things, but we'll we'll wait and talk about that after, if you know what I mean. Wink, giggity, wink. Giggity, giggity. Um. Okay, okay. With the news, I should really make one of this is just us talking instead of just like jumping back and forth. We're working on that. I'll work on the thing it. is, we're, we're working on a lot of things. We got we're, we're slowly but surely progressing. So hey, in the look, new year, we, in the new year. Oh, oh, oh! I got something to say. Oh, uh, venting was no, or? not venting wise. Okay, okay. So I put out a call. I, I contacted a few people. We may be having a mascot. I wasn't told this. What the hell? Where was I in the meeting? It's, it's called the Phil Better Show. I'm Phil Better. You're DJ Vertigo. <laughs> You think you could give uh, me DJ a... Overflow. Oh my god, I'm horrible. I'm leaving. Okay, screw this. <laughs> I quit! 
Yes. I'll get the real DJ in. No. Um, Good luck paying him with with fake money. Yeah. That and geez. and false promises. Tears. All right. Uh, yes. So, uh, I wanted to tell you before we started recording. Completely slipped my mind. Uh, we will be possibly it may be coming in January. Uh, we will be maybe having. I'm sweating like an old man. Or or her whore in church, whichever one you prefer. But yes, we may be having a mascot. Um, can you define? Can you uh, summarize like this particular mascot? Is this like an actual person wearing a, costu- a mascot costume, or is it one of those like doll, Prevalia mascots? I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> if it's an actual person in a costume. Or if it's a little doll. Oh my thing. god! I, I'm pretty confident it's probably gonna be you dressing up. I promise it will not be me dressing up. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so I, I want no to let you know people. That. So you're you, we're in the dark together, people. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fill you in afterwards, um, so that you can know. Yeah, and you can laugh hysterically at me. Okay, go ahead. All right. All right. News. So some news. Um, hold on. Uh, the Fugitive is getting a remake by Alberta Hughes. Albert Hughes, sorry. He's going to helm it for Warner Brothers. Uh, in this remake, apparently the story is instead of him killing his wife, he's there's a bomb that goes off in L.A. and he's framed and he needs to prove that it's not him. Because of Twitter journalism and uh, false... Isn't that the same... Uh, have you ever seen the movie... Uh, I think it's... Uh... It's the one with Jeff Bridges and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, I think it's like Blown Away or something like that. I think no. so, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the same premise? I don't know. Probably. Okay. That's like a, that's like a 90s action yeah, yeah. movie. Anyways. Oh, sure. I guess. Yeah, it's it, it's good. No no one's attached to it other than Albert. Uh, yeah. But Would you want to bring back Harrison Ford and no. Tommy Lee Jones? Or Tommy Lee Jones? Oh, Tommy Lee Jones, 100%. With the, how about the crew? You know, his crew there that was in the, the yeah, original yeah, yeah. Fugitive and uh, U.S. Marshals? Yeah, it w- he played the same character in that. Well, it's he? the same. It's the same, same universe. Y- y- yeah, it's just it's a sequel. It's set, but in U.S. Marshals, instead of Tommy Lee Jones, it's Wesley Snipes. Yeah, um, it's a little racist. Yeah, there, I'm looking anyway. forward to that. Uh, I don't know. Is it is this another kind of like uh, in theaters straight to? Well, I don't know. I, the, the thing I read. This is all coming from uh, ComingSoons.net, mm-hmm. which you can read in the show notes down below. I'll have the links this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep promising that, but I never do. But this time, I've saved the links, so I will put them in as soon as we're done here. Okay. They're saying that there is either a TV show that's in the work, or a movie. Ideally, I think it's better to do it in a TV show. Yeah, because originally the Fugitive was before the. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, a like a sixties. Sixties, yeah, it was a sixties like movie, a TV show. But I, you know what? I, like I know you, I know you don't have cable, but I think it's a lot of times when I, the Fugitive plays all the time. If if it's not the Fugitive, it's U.S. Marshal. It's like yeah. every time it's on TV, I just I need to watch it, even it's though great. I know. The whole story. Ha- the whole story, and yeah. it's just. But again, it's like it's, it's Tommy Lee Jones. It's one of those movies that, no matter what, you have to watch. It's on TV. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're jumping in the middle of it, the beginning of it, or near the end of it. You watch it till the end. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something that's great, and I'm looking forward to them coming back with something else. Well, uh, who's like the equivalent of Tommy Lee? Like, would Josh Brolin? You could. I don't. I don't think Brolin would be. Big, uh, well, he looked. Well, you, the MI three, MIB three yeah. comparison. Yeah, but um, I think he's too big at this point for that. I don't think they're going to be able to get a big, huge name attached. 
you get the <laughs> you get uh you get Josh Brolin being the uh, the U.S. Marshal, and you get like Ryan Reynolds as uh, the fugitive. Oh God, that oh. I don't. I no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna be no. an action comedy. Yeah, of course, and that's not what they want. Yeah. Um, but, but 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 Ryan Reynolds can pull off a serious. Yeah. Uh, uh, next ha- bit of news. Go ahead. Unless you have something else. No, right no, no, no. Let's talk about Elizabeth Banks. So Elizabeth Banks is going to produce and star in the Universal's uh, Invisible Woman. Isn't there an Invisible Man movie coming out? Yes, with Elizabeth Moss. That's fine. Which but, is part of Blumhouse yeah, and yeah. Universal. Uh, the Invisible Woman was apparently a movie, a comedy, back in like the 60s or 70s that Universal had. Um, this one, there's no news if they're going to follow the same uh, ideas, but Banks is going to be di- starring it and, and directing it. Have you seen Charlie's Angels? No. Are you planning to? I'm on the fence, man. I'm, I want to see it. I just don't. I don't want to go. I I wait. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. You're gonna wait till it's. I gotta wait till it's like streaming or online for the most part. I do. I'm curious to see this movie. It looks relatively good. Yeah, but I know the like you heard about the backlash, right? Or the acute the accusations that Elizabeth Bank is putting on. Um, I don't know the whole story, but maybe a fact check this or for you viewers, uh, maybe double check for me. But apparently, Elizabeth Banks is um, blaming. Uh, men for not going to see this movie because of the fact that it is women, um, dom- pretty much like women um, dominating the do- scene. Yeah, in an act- so, in, a, in a men's bravado type of movie, basically. So, so, how does she explain the success that the first two Charlie's Angels had? Yeah, but that's also that's one uh, that's one example. Another example is like look at the heroines that are uh, that have been out there in the past what fifty years. You got yeah. you know you got Ripley the big, from the Aliens oh, movie. Yeah. You got Sarah Connors from the Terminators movie. Like which, the list goes on. Which like, uh, Dark Faith? Uh, Dark Faith, I enjoyed thoroughly. I haven't seen it. Yet. I want to check it out. It's very I'm going to try to see it when I have a chance to. Uh, you know. Um, you know, but yeah, I heard I heard mixed reviews, but I still want to see it nonetheless. It's, it's good. Yep. It obviously it it it's a nice finish to if they finish the trilogy mm-hmm. with T one, T two, and this one. Mm-hmm. That it's a great trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's it, it, and I love how it just continues the rest. Mm-hmm. It's far better than every one that's come after T two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again. T one and T two are the best Terminator movies. T two, T two is the better one of the T. But I love the classic eighties original. It, it, for Terminators. me, it just it, it they differentiate. Like sometimes T T one is better. Yeah. Sometimes T two. It all depends but on. But we grew up with with T two. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I I watched the first Terminator and it was great because of the cliche eighties action. Yeah. You know what I mean. But T two is just it was it's, it was next level. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're looking in term of story wise, T two. Yeah. Great story, yeah. amazing story. Mm-hmm. But just in pure even action, the action is better. I, f- I found like T one just had a the action felt more real. Yeah, but I it just felt find... more grounded. Yeah. Even though you have a Terminator coming, you have a machine coming back from space uh, from from the future. Yeah. It felt more grounded. You felt more connected. Well, I I don't, I don't mind the practical effects of the first Terminator, but the, the second one was oh, just cutting the, edge. The effects and all that T two hands above yeah. like nothing. It's just for me when I look like like I said they're like neck and neck, and sometimes it's like T two is better, mm-hmm. sometimes it's T one like. I'm not going to say neither one is mm-hmm. better than the other because they're just mm-hmm. different and mm-hmm. they're so good in that way. 
but yeah, we'll move on to some more news. Uh, the Fugitive is okay. We've talked about it. Come on. Let's go. I got to get these things moving quicker. Okay. <laughs> or, or figure a way that I can control them, you know? What, you don't remember what you put? Okay, Elizabeth. Yeah, but if, if you, if you, if the comments is online, if you, if what Look, she said. I so. think the reason why it failed yeah. was simply because they were doing it as a reboot yeah. instead of like, Elizabeth Banks directed mega movie. But she's a she's a big star, but she's yeah. not a big, big star to attract. She's you know big I mean? enough, you know? She's on that cusp. Okay. Uh, but Batman DC is, is looking to do Batman villain spinoffs, J.J. Abrams, Superman, so and more. Uh, so this Actually, is all- I heard this. Uh, yeah, I don't, like, yeah, J.J. Abrams attached to, to... With Michael B. Jordan. <sighs> we I talked see. about this, didn't we? I think we had in mentioned it as, uh, in passing. Look, I love me some Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, but I, I, not I'm not, and this is not a race thing. But I just think well, we grew up with a white Superman. We're not, yeah, white Superman. But he's there's a reason why he he is an iconic figure the way that we thought of it because it's he's been in, he's been identified the way he looks for the past fifty odd years. You know what I mean? So um, unless they decide to do a, some sort of like. You, alternate universe type of thing which uh so with superman besides, and also too like henry henry cavill still says he's uh, he's still down to play superman so. it's true he so. still says he hasn't given up the mantle yet which is great yeah because uh, i think he's next to christopher reeves the best modern superman christopher reeves for me will always be superman because that's i that's the first person i ever saw as superman mm-hmm. now who's better cavill because yeah. he, he just looks Superman. Yeah. He's a beefcake. But he, he uh, also Michael B. Jordan's a beefcake, too. I'm just saying. But here's like, the thing. with the In the comics... Yeah. So this is a problem most super, Superman movies have. Yeah. In the comics, he got depowered. Okay. But in the movies, he's never been depowered. Okay. He's always been Superman, the most indestructible man in the world. Like, the, no one can beat him. Well, he lost his powers in uh, Superman 2 uh, for a brief period, and then... He outsmarted uh, Zod, Zod and yeah. the but two other scumbags. But in the comics, he's literally way less powerful than he is in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, if you take the comic book Superman and the movie Superman, mm-hmm. movie Superman's going to wipe the floor with comic book Superman. Yeah. But in the comics, you had the death of Superman that happened. Mm-hmm. And then you had, I think, three super people who came well, out. Well, yeah, there was Steel, the Superboy, and um, I forgot the, the guy. He had glasses. But he's like um, like fancy Superman. I've got his yeah. name. Um, man, it's been a while since uh, the death of Superman. So they may be going down that route. Since Superman did technically die at the end of Dawn of Ju- uh, Batman versus Superman. Which I... We're not going down that route. Listen, we're not going down that route. Um, but so yeah, he, he died. So they may bring that in. They may do an alternate universe. It's possible. They are. They do have someone right now. I can't remember his name. He was the former New Line Cinema uh, CEO, I think. Okay. He's now in charge of DC Films. In what's supposedly isn't it, isn't a, it Jeff Gaw? Jeff Gaw? No, hold on. I'll bring it up here. Um, in supposedly in a where is it? Uh, it uh, no, over here. Podcast link. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Um, it's loading. Yeah. Uh, look, J.J. Uh, Abram, whatever he touches, I love. So I believe in him. I just... So it's Walter Har- Hamad. 
Hamada. Has been credited with... Hamada. Yeah. For their successful path, the films have been on since struggling off The Man of Steel, Batman, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League. Um, he's taken on a Kevin Feige-type role in keeping an eye on the creative development. Um, like, how many people prior to him was done the Kevin Feige role to revise? Like, there was, like... I know Jeffrey Goff was one of them. I know there was a few other heads that were... Know. But I'm just But like, he's... Apparently, he's, he's keeping... Uh, the film, the budget's under control. Um, he wants to. Hasn't uh, left the role just yet. However, discussions whose banner bad company recently signed a first look with the studio yeah. to create a solo film for the Man of Steel, and that Jordan has even pitched his own vision of, for the role. However, chances seem low for the Creed star to take over the characters, and the f- new film isn't expected to hit theaters before 2023. Or 20 yeah. commit to a project as the schedule is jam packed. Yeah, it's it's called Creed Four. Yeah. Uh, there's the Green Lanterns coming out. Uh, you have a Flash potentially. Well, yeah, because uh, Ezra Miller is back, right? Because originally yeah. he was uh, he was and out. apparently Andy Muschietti. Yeah, Andy Muschietti. He did the It movies. Yeah, yeah he's going to direct it with uh, Christina Hudson, who did Bumblebee yeah. to pen the screen. Yep. She's also apparently crafted the screenplay for Batgirl. Yeah, I heard. Which was, was going to be written and directed by Joss Whedon, but, but he dropped over. Well, he he's pretty much hiding on the face of the earth yeah. right now. So, uh, then you have the second Aquaman that and the trench looking there. Yeah, like so. like just I. I think what they're doing right now is fine. Don't do a Justice League movie if you can't handle the. I think you know. what they should do is. Go go back to basics and slowly just start building with these one-off movies, yeah. and slowly come together. That's what the best way of doing it. Yeah, the joke it worked for the Joker. It worked for Marvel. Like, here's the plan. Do the don't do the big three. Like, after Wonder Woman. 1984, which apparently we're getting a trailer sometime this week or next week. It's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite year. Uh, it was a year before I was born. Same here. Um, it's the year my parents got jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. Um, I know. I should not. That's... Oh, God. Look, uh, anything listen. related to the 80s, I love. So, uh, even I love the first Wonder Woman. I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure I'm going to love this because of the fact that it's going to be attached to the 80s. Yeah. So, uh, bring on the, the, the hairdos and the Madonna soundtracks. Ooh, I wonder if they're going to go that. Well, I don't know. If they're following, if they're following through like uh, Stranger Things, then uh, just take my money. Speaking Three of times. speaking of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, I, that's ah see. Yes. That's why. Go. That's why you pay me the fake big bucks. You get paid the big bucks. Once I have big bucks, you get paid the big bucks. There we go. Uh, the Mandalorian is now the most streamed and most demanded show. Have you watched the first three episodes? I, I'm in love with it. If you had seen, we did a series called Couch Review. It's our new series here on the Phil Better Show's YouTube channel. Well, it's your... It's, it's mine. It's your solo, which is you. That's your baby. That's my baby. We, I reviewed the first two episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, you should see episode two, which will be the third episode of Mandalorian, as well as possibly some more throughout the week. You do spoilers? Uh, I try and stay away from spoilers. Okay, because I I haven't seen it, and yet I have not I have not uh, subscribed to Disney Plus yet. Okay, so for the Mandalorian, for those listening who have won't be getting in the UK, I know we have a strong listenership in the UK. I try and stay away from spoilers as much as possible. Mm-hmm. They do slip through. I apologize, but I try and keep it 
how I felt watching the movie mm-hmm. or watching the show. Now, for shows that have been out, uh, that have been out for a while, let's say, for example, It. Let's say I do a couch review on It. There will be spoilers. And I will announce in beforehand that there's spoilers. Disclaimers. Disclaimers. Generally, if it's The Mandalorian, I'm going to tell you how I felt watching it, mm-hmm. how I think it's going to be like or what could happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try and stay away from spoilers. There might be spoilers. Okay. Um, and finally, um, Mark Ruffalo oh, okay. at Tokyo Comic Con was asked about his plans for the Hulk. And he had mentioned that Kevin Feige had asked him if he had any ideas for the movie, for a Hulk solo. And one of the things he said was Hulk versus Wolverine. And you can understand the crowd went ballistic. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to see the Canuck, the crazy Canuck himself, Wolverine versus the Hulk. Well, for historians, uh, the Hulk. I mean, Wolverine made his debut in. Uh, I don't remember what uh, issue. Thirty-one, I believe. Yeah. So ideally, and you saw the the uh, Hulk versus uh, cartoon. Yes, Hulk versus yeah. Thor and versus. Yeah, uh, the, the the best one of the two was the Wolverine one, of yeah. course. So it's it's. A great I think one. I think the best way, if you would like to introduce Hulk, uh, Wolverine to the MCU, is probably in that vein. So you know what. Make make the fans happy. Make Mark Ruffalo happy, um, and you know people are gonna pay to see this. Especially too, if you cast the right uh, Wolverine. This is uh, what I'm thinking. Okay. okay, this is how I think they should set up Hulk versus Wolverine. You have something going on. You the next Marvel movie or whatever. Cut to a post credit scene. You have them in the war room going. We have to take care of Hulk because something's wrong. Like he's gone from smart Hulk to crazy Hulk back to. Uh, well, you want to go like what? what uh, Thor Ragnarok Hulk. You, you want to go like ballistic Hulk, like yeah. um, like what's uh, World War Two? I think. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he's just World War Hulk. Sorry. World yeah, yeah. War Hulk. Yeah, he's on that thing. Yeah. And then all you see is it cut to the door opening. Yeah. Shoot to behind, and all you see is two legs, kind of like in the comic, and he says, "All you hear is." I can take care of that, bub. That's it. That's all. End scene. Boom. Set up Wolverine versus the Hulk that way. That's what I'm saying. Something along those lines. So you want to pitch this to Faggy right now? Faggy. Listen to me, man. I don't want to be Wolverine. No way in chance that I can get in Hugh Jackman shape. Oh, can you can you cast me as Wolverine? I if you pay me the big bucks, I will like eat chicken. You're and gonna pull rice. Matt Damon. I'm going to pull a freaking Matt Damon. I'm going to fucking just iron out and pay the millions to get me in shape to play Wolverine. So Filipino-Canadian Wolverine. That's because that's what the people want, a Filipino Wolverine. Don't you guys have, doesn't the, don't you, uh, doesn't Filipinos have their own superhero? Manny Pacquiao? Like, wait, like, like a fictional? I think so. I don't know. Uh, Oh my God! Hey, my Filipino uh, pares. Uh, if you uh, know these Filipino superheroes, that's not Lou Diamond Phillips uh, <laughs> playing a Mexican. Uh, let me know. La 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 bamba. Uh, oh well, Dave Bautista's half uh, Filipino, so he's a, he's a, so you have Drax. Oh, Drax is like half Filipino. So in your face. What up, Dave? All right. 
Uh, if you come to Montreal, let me know. Well, me and my family will cook you uh, some Filipino food. Uh, uh, lechon. Lechon. Yeah. Lechon done? is like roasted uh, pork. Okay. okay. You done? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. So the topic, since it is our 100th episode, we decided to rank our favorite 100 movies ladies and gentlemen so this is in buckle in it's going to be a long one um 100 movies that we are ranking are you ready hold on i hate that thing (laughs) you bought it i know the topic 100th episode oh my god it's the 100th episode oh my god I love how you're giving deadpan and I'm over here over over I'm just I'm just being supportive and uh, in amazed at your uh, acting abilities. My acting abilities? Yeah. Thank you. No problem. I work hard on these. It goes to show, man. Yeah, those improv classes. Ooh. <laughs> I fucking hate you. But I, I shout out to the Improv Montreal. I do want to subscribe and I take those courses. I'm just waiting for the right time. So uh, join me, Phil. I will. Yeah. Because we all know those are, I, those are fun classes. Have you ever been to those? I have not. I've seen improv classes. They do like free seminars, and I went to two of them. And you just, you know, you just kind of just, you know. Do whatever. Yeah, but it's fun. I find it's fun. I'll probably be kicked out because I'll probably try and hump something. And let's dig a hole a bit deeper. The hole is already halfway to China by now. Sorry. Okay, I don't want people to think otherwise. All right. <laughs> what All are right. you doing over there, Al? Yeah, for people who are just listening, I was just doing some gestures that maybe are... He was shoveling. That's what he was doing. You say shoveling, I agree. But for people who are actually watching, it probably will look like something else. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. All right. So, film 100. Yeah, no. We're not doing 100 films. We're we're, we're too lazy for that. No. And we're not professional enough for that as well. No. We're doing our top five uh, favorite movies of all time. Movies that we cannot live without. And we can watch continuously. Yeah, we can watch over and over and over again. I just um, want to say too, like, uh, look, I'm not gonna lie, I did this all this morning, uh, but the thing is, is like my top five can change drastically, but I'm gonna go with the current top five that I've selected now, just by my current mood. So uh, by all means, but all romance, romantic yeah. comedy style. Actually, I tried to steer away. As that, <laughs> there is maybe two or three. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have any uh, romantic comedies uh, online, but I do have a lot of shoutouts. So just uh, it's fair. With me. It's okay. Fair. I'm going to need you to send me your list afterwards so that I can uh, tag those actors and actresses. Ooh, good luck. You're an asshole. Ooh, oh, yeah, especially with one movie. Oh, God. Good luck. Anyways, go ahead. Hold on, tag. I'm just putting down in... Because I'm trying to be more professional, so I want stuff in here. All yeah. right, what's your number five? Okay. Uh, well, you, you nailed the... You nailed the um, you pretty much are correct. Uh, my first one is a romance comedy. Uh, it is 500 Days of Summer, uh, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt masterpiece uh, with uh, Zoe uh, Deschanel, uh, the beauty. Uh, again, that is the story of my life, uh, story of my love life. Uh, Tom uh, basically is me. Uh, and uh, I can watch this movie over and over, not just because it's a romance comedy, but it is, it is a nicely drawn Perspective movie on love, and um, you know, love is false. 
Love is a battlefield. Love is not real. Uh, love is real, depending on how you pers- pers- uh, perceive love. The only love that I have is for myself at night. With your hand? Yes. Okay. Too much information. Uh, but nonetheless, it's one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite Mark Webb movies. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he shines as this movie. Um, I like the dynamic relationship with Zoe and uh, Joseph, uh, uh, Summer and, and Tom. Um, to me, they, they Who's are... Who's who? Who plays who? Does Jordan Joseph-Levitt play Summer? Mm, Jesus Christ. Uh, he plays Tom. You bastard. <laughs> I'm a comedian. Yeah. Look, I don't need those improv classes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So yeah, so that's my that's my number five. My number five. Here we go. It's a classic. I've heard about this movie. You have. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. All my movies. Yeah, all my movies you've heard of. Okay. It, it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, I just like Temple of Doom is good. It's got that like more indie, you know, shirt off. He's badass. Oh, no, Temple of Doom. I love Temple of Doom, but it's it doesn't it doesn't fit the scheme of the three. Yeah. Like let's exclude uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We don't count. What, no, what, that uh, exist. but I do agree. Uh, out of the three, the best one is the Last Crusade. Like the Ark of the Covenant. Not oh, bad. Raiders of the Lost Yeah, Raiders What's of the, the first Lord. one? Yeah, okay. it's not bad. It's good. The second one is more indie action. Well, it's kind of messed up too. It's dark, darker yeah, it's of a, the three. Yeah, it's the darkest one. Yeah, um, it's the most action. I find action heavy of them. Yeah, and it's the one that's the least indie like. Yeah, because it's just a lot of like shirtless voodoo. indie. Well, shirtless, a lot of voodoo, like yeah, it doesn't it doesn't fit in the archaeological like, uh, yeah. sense. Whereas the, it's like a cult, yeah, oh, man. But the third one, uh, I love the third one. The dynamic between junior and senior, yeah. What the the first ten minutes of it when you see like young ju- like young indie, yeah, that that's was great. a great sequence. That was great. Like I I thoroughly enjoy and like you can put that movie on and I yeah. guarantee I'm going to be watching it for. Like until it's over, and I'll be telling people to shut up. Yeah, I love the Last Crusade, yeah. Indiana Jones. I love the indie movies in general, but yeah, Last Crusade is the best, the better oh, yeah. one of the three. Yeah, I should put. Yeah, I'll put that as my. Well, no, you can't. There. You can't change. No, no, no. That's in my uh, honorable mentions. Oh, it's, honor- it, it, I didn't yeah. do honorable mentions. By well, the way. I did two, but uh, whatever. I'll just I'll fill it up because I'm pretty sure your selection is probably going to be in my uh, added to message. my honorable mentions. So, um, what's your uh, number four? I need to put a comedy, so I only put one. But and the thing is, I this I just there's so many comedies that I love, but I do need to say, uh, Anchorman. Okay. I just I w- would watch that movie constantly, and especially the fight scene uh, in the in the oh, yeah. alleyway. That's just classic. Like it is. seeing Ben Stiller, a Jew playing a Mexican. It, that's just classic. Like, and then you have. You killed someone, uh, Brian. You 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 sh- you should go deal with that. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Anchorman, yeah. great yeah. movie. Yeah, one of like, the few Will Ferrell movies that like, I can actually enjoy. Like, like was it uh, like San Diego? It's like um, was it? It's name like it's like uh, in translation, it's like a whale's vagina. Yeah, like that's just classic. And I, I feel like going eventually when I go to San Diego, I feel like wow, I'm in the land of like whales' vaginas. Oh, and then get beat up there. So, 
No, I think you will get a high five from Ooh. someone who's an Anchorman fan. Ooh, yeah, but uh, I want, I don't want to take the risk. But nonetheless, yeah, Anchorman. Uh, that's the, my only comedy that I put on the list. I know there's more that I'm probably not thinking, but Anchorman because I can watch that like constantly. It's a fair. It's a fair. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, it, like the I cameos said, kill it. You oh, gotta yeah. love the cameos. And the cameos in the second one. Kill well, it even it's more. it's overkill. Yeah, it is. I didn't like the second one. Really? Honestly, no. I just. I tried watching it the other day. I think it was on TV or something, and it just it it drags because it's a repeat. Yeah. Because the reason why Anchorman was so good because it was just a spontaneous like. Well, the the story was supposed to be completely different. Yeah, but the story was apparently, um, they were flying on a plane with monkeys, with ninja artifacts, and they crashed. And. The monkeys are trying to kill the newscasters. This was the premise of the second one? The first one. Uh, oh, the first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I believe it is on Hot Ones. Okay. So hold on. Uh, with Paul Rudd? Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that one. Oh, shit. Um, Paul Rudd episode. I'm just and The, the thing with Paul Rudd is like, this guy never ages. Like You put a mustache, he still looks like he's 15. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, he, uh, he apparently, that's the story. Like they, they go into it. Okay. And he's like, yeah, this is that. Uh, they should, then, then they should have made that as the premise for the second one. Well, trying to get would... a budget for that. <laughs> well, you can work around a, like a limited budget. It's just yeah. all about the comedy. Yeah. You know? So that's apparently that was uh, the original ca- uh, pitch yeah. for. But I think Anchorman. it's just because also like because of the f- three of the four main actors are like big time, mm-hmm. uh, not including Whammy dude. I forgot his name. Uh, David. Oh, God, sorry. Um, Whammy. Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Uh, but like going back to our old faithful hero, yeah. Internet movie database. But like, but like Steve Carell, uh, Paul Rudd, and Will Ferrell—they're like the highest paid, like comm- like for pay them. Like that must be uh, Dave uh, Kosher. Kosher, yeah. K O E C H N E R. Whammy. Whammy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Christina Applegate is in there. She's she's. she's yes, beautiful. we know you in love. Was she beautiful? Moving on. Yeah. Okay, so you're number four. Number four is uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. You know, I was going to say that, and I was thinking of a Star Wars movie, I but I didn't put a Star Wars movie in. But if I had to choose the three, it would have been Return of the Jedi. But I want to ask you why. So Return of the Jedi is the first Star Wars movie I ever seen. So it's obviously left a very huge impact on me. Plus the Ewoks, right? Yeah, it's the jump, 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 jump. I, oh man, get the get the original theatrical version out there so I can listen to the original cut of that song. I think you jump, probably jump. you can find it on YouTube, probably. But I have the original on VHS. Like you I have, have it somewhere. I have it somewhere. All right, but yeah, Return of the Jedi is. My favorite Star Wars movie of all time. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. You're completely but again, this wrong. Is, this is your personal. You're completely yeah. wrong. It is not uh, the second one. Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. It's not that. It's Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You're completely wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, don't go against your fans. Ah! Controversy. That's what yeah. we need in but this. But I think like, I agree with you 100%. Because I think it was like, what, the 80s? Like, it, it was in yeah, 1980s something that came yeah. out? So we were closer to that particular one because that was the more recent one that came out. Yeah. But 
but I just I don't know it's just something about that movie mm -hmm. you know like you have these iconic characters that are brought in and are a bit more fleshed out yeah it's just it's beautiful yeah it's the the fight scenes the turning of Darth Vader back into the light side yeah um the pure evilness of the Emperor. Emperor I like that. I like that Luke was a little bit darker. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. You got Jabba the Hutt. Obviously, can't go wrong with uh, Carrie Fisher in that metal bikini. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And I think that was probably when my, I discovered my, that I was a boy. Because well, I was like, that, hello. That was, that was like, you know, everybody's like childhood. like Pretty much, yeah. That this was, and, this, this was uh, before like the axis of pornography. It, it's Carrie Fisher in that metal bikini, and then the Wonder Years chick. Oh, Winnie. Winnie, yeah, that's every guy's. Uh, you know, and I, I know her real. I don't. I just know her by Winnie. But have you seen recent pictures of her? She still looks gorgeous. She still looks gorgeous, and she's super smart. Yeah. Oh, I love. Yeah. She is definitely the girl next door. Yeah. Uh, but like every guy in our generation, those are the two like big crushes that you had. Like no one can deny that. It's true. Agree. It's true. It's just great. I love it. I love the cinematography in the Return of the Jedi. It's just, I just love Return of the Jedi. It's it's my favorite. I am looking forward, <coughs> big time, to Rise of Skywalker. I'm gonna. Say, did you buy a ticket yet? Nope. Man, I yeah. But I don't know. I don't know when I can go see it yet. That said, to... me too. But the thing is, it's not the thing with Rise of the Skywalker. I think because of the letdown on a personal level with uh, Last Jedi, it's not that I'm going above and beyond to get a ticket. Like, I'm just going to go when I get a chance to. So Where it's like, you know, with Endgames and Infinity Wars, we needed to get a ticket yeah. because of the so, anticipation. So you have a problem with The Last Star Wars, The Last Jedi? <sighs> yeah, because I rewatched it. I think we should save that for, like, a Star well, Wars. We will do a full episode. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll do a commentary. Okay. On Return of the Jedi. Okay. Return of the Jedi or Last Jedi? The Last Jedi, sorry. Okay. We'll do a commentary on The Last Jedi. Okay. Discussing our likes and dislikes of the movie. I think you liked it. You liked it. I more. liked it. I more. thoroughly enjoyed it because I was looking at it something uh, a different way. Because you're not thinking of it as a Star Wars movie, right? No, I did think of it as a Star Wars movie. Okay. But I had to you have to separate a bit. Anyways, another Cause, episode. Because I love Ryan Johnson. I love Looper. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. But it's just... And I want to see Knives Out. He directed that oh, movie. Oh, that too. looks great. It's just... There's something up with Last Jedi. There, I can see certain yeah. things. Yeah. Like, I can see where some people have a problem with yeah. it. Yeah. However, um, the, the most people have a problem with something that I, they don't under... They're not looking at it properly. Okay. Or or I don't see them looking at it through my eyes. It works. Mm -hmm. And I can understand why through their eyes it doesn't. Okay. But we'll have an episode fully on just me and you breaking down the arguments of why. Well, you tell me why you don't like it. I tell you why I like it. And we'll go from there. We will debate battle. We will have another L versus Phil episode. Which I'm going to win. You forget that I'm the host. I win always. Point for now. Bullshit. Okay. Moving on. You're number three. Oh, shit. I don't remember when I put number three. Hold on. Uh, oh, okay. This one. I don't know if you maybe put this one. Uh, maybe we have uh, this movie in common. But Shawshank Redemption. Oh, so close. Oh, okay. But uh, that's my number three. But it could easily be two and one. Because at that movie, Andy Dufresne, uh, like, uh, what's his, uh, Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman, Red, 
those two, they great. sell the movie. That the movie, movie is like, also Clancy Brown is great in yeah, it. Yeah, Clancy Brown. He plays the 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 guard, the guard, the, the head guard. Yeah, uh, the the guy who played the Warren. He's a complete dick, but he's also a dick in most movies. Anyways, yeah. he has that um, character trait down part. Yeah, he's probably a super nice guy. No, for sure, for sure. But he was like a dick in. Uh, he was in what Daredevil? No, he was Jessica Jones. Jessica yeah. Jones. Yeah. Uh, he was in he was in one of those MCU yeah. movies. But anyways, I can watch that constantly. It's a great movie. It's a great number three. Yeah, yeah. It's, the thing, yeah, you you feel for Andy. Yeah, you know you, and then you 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 when you reach that breaking point, you'll do anything to yeah. get out. And he that's what he did. And the thing is, it's like the guy's smart. He out. He outsmarted the system. Yeah. He outsmarted the the uh, the, the, the warden, the warden, and the uh, the prison. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, you, you, and what's what's cool is like he, he, all this was under disguise. Everybody thought that he was just a klutz, mm-hmm. but no, he, he slowly but surely he he came to grits with everything, and then he realized that oh yeah, like he basically started out a retirement plan. Yeah, and he he was rewarded, and you know what? Good for him. Good for Andy. I love the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's I love the ending too when you when they reunite. Like spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> Red and um, and uh, Andy in, on the beach. I just it's great. It's great. Um, fully agree with you. God, yeah, great show. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, the controversy with this is like just really briefly because uh, you know the the same year Pulp Fiction came out nineteen ninety four and originally that was my number three, but because I watched Shawshank constantly, I have to, I sw- I swapped it out. So, uh, so yeah, just that movie alone, um, it's a great movie. But it would have been also uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's um, in my honorable mention. So just, speaking yeah. of Tarantino, okay. Oh, so that's so you're number three. My number three. Oh, is it? No, it's Reservoir Dogs. Uh, I love Reservoir Dogs. I have a special place for Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. So tell me why you love Reservoir Dogs. I like the slow burn Mm -hmm. of it. Great. I love Um, that slow burn. You know, and I like how the the, the storyline projects, but you do have the backstories that come around, too. He, again, Tarantino is a master of... Non-linear storytelling, like him, that movie and Pulp Fiction is like a. It's such a violent movie, which doesn't show too much graphics. Yeah, it's he, it leaves it all in your head. Yeah, he gives you enough yeah. that you're like, okay, but yeah. then like things happen off screen, and you're like, you know, it's getting violent. Yeah, that Mike, that dance scene with Michael Manson. Oh yeah, what what, what color is he? Anyway, he would you know the uh, like jokers um, to the left me. Yeah, Here when I he was when he's just chopping the, the ear off oh, yeah. the cop. Like you don't down, need, yeah, you don't need to see much. You just you know it's coming. Yeah. So um, yeah, but that movie, uh, yeah. um, it's just the the, the nonlinear storytelling. Yeah. The the acting of everyone in there, yeah. and it's a, it's a simple premise. It's oh, a, yeah. it's, it's a, a bu- jewel, jewel heist gone bad. Yeah, that's it. Boom! You don't know any of their names. No. You, well, you know one of them because I think one of them reveals it. I think the I th- one who it's is uh, Mr. Orange. Yeah, he reveals to Mr. White. Yeah, Mr. White is Harvey Keitel. I yeah, think. Yeah, Harvey Keitel gets told, and Mr. Orange is the uh, cop. The wealthy, yeah, the, the Tim Roth, yeah. Yeah. So, like, but I love this movie. The yeah. reason I also have a very, really sweet spot for it is because back in high school, a buddy of mine 
wanted to remake Reservoir Dogs. Okay. With our, us, our, his group of friends. Okay. And he t- he wrote in my yearbook, and it's something that one of the nicest things anybody ever said to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, when I was thinking of this movie to read to to do this movie, mm-hmm. you were the first person that I cast as Mr. White. Harvey Keitel's character. Yeah, he casted me as Harvey Keitel's character. I don't like probably, but I see when I was you, younger without the beard. I see you more as uh, Chris Penn, you know the 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 the, the son with the tracksuit. Yeah, I could see you in a tracksuit easily. I hate tracksuits. Well, you know, it's starting to come back. Look, I only it's it's been maybe four years I started wearing sweatpants. <laughs> I used to come home from work because I had to wear slacks. Yeah, and I would change into jeans. Yeah, and my girlfriend at the time, uh-huh. she was like. What are you doing putting jeans on? Wear sweatpants. And I'm like, no. In my head, I was always against sweatpants because I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, it's wrong. Then I got myself a pair of sweatpants and I'm like, fuck jeans. Yeah. Give me my sweatpants. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm always a jeans guy. I'll always be forever. Uh, sweatpants, I do like to wear, but nuts and beats just wearing like plain shorts. Like, I'm, I'm not a, a shorts guy. You're not a shorts guy? I'm definitely Look, shorts I guy. Wear shorts. I would wear 365 days a year if I could. See, for me, my shorts always need to go past the knees. Well, yeah, of course. But finding shorts like that as a big guy for me yeah. is relatively hard because everybody's getting those like fucking the, – the short shorts are coming back for guys. So don't get short shorts. I do not look good in short shorts. So I don't look good in short shorts, but I'm not wearing I – need, I need you know respiration around the junk area. That's why I wear sweatpants. Yeah, oversized sweatpants. Yeah, sweatpants is good. Uh, I want to. I was talking to a friend of mine. I w- I'm thinking of we should bring back the the tearaway pants with the buttons Ooh, on the side. Those are dangerous, though. I'm just saying because I used to love just to feel like I was like coming out of the bench like at a basketball game and just like I'm ready to go in, coach. I think you can still buy them. No, no, they're still around for sure. Yeah, for sure, Amazon must be selling them. But I'm just saying, like, completely. We should bring time. that. We should bring that back. We are not bringing. <laughs> Like the fanny packs are back, so we should bring back the, the tearaway pants as well. You start it. You start the trend, Al. Uh, can somebody fund me that? Uh, <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah, so Reservoir Dogs, uh, it's a Tarantino film. It's just, just, it's so is that your all? Is that your favorite Tarantino movie? I think so. Okay. I, I, have, I have to, it's Pulp Fiction for me. It's, but. Pulp Fiction is. Is yeah. up there, but also Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Reservoir Dogs is a classic. You can't uh, mess with it. Um, same thing with uh, I'll even go as far as Kill Bill and and um, mm. what Inglorious Bastards too is up there. Uh, Did you I see? Have you seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I haven't had a chance. I'm going to be talking with a friend of mine. Uh, he may be able to uh, provide me with a copy. Yeah, legally because he works in the movie industry. Uh yeah, I need to talk to somebody about this movie. I I love it. No, I I don't love it. I like it, but I there's issues. That's why you let's as soon as go I go see it. it yeah, let's I'll, talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll do an episode because there is controversy in that movie too. Yeah, we'll do an episode on it. Yeah. I'll get a good copy of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good copy by the person who works in the movie industry. All right, moving on. What's your number two? Okay, this is this is gonna be a little bit of controversy, and I know you're gonna like. Um, I'm gonna be mad. You're probably gonna be mad. All right. Uh, I because I put two movies, but ideally it is one movie together. 
It's Kill Bill, isn't it? No, it's not Kill Bill. Uh, it's Infinity War slash Endgames. I thought we said that we were not going to put a Marvel movie up. No, but that's for the 2019 edition of... Uh, so, But this Fuck. is all time. Okay, okay. So, so the Infinity War slash... Endgames. The reason no, I'm still watching it to this day, like I have it constantly on my on my iPad. Uh, like I have, well, Endgame, oh, Infinity Wars is still on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, and I uploaded uh, Endgames on my iPad so I can watch it when falling asleep. Like um, my number one pick and um, Shawshank Redemption, this is a movie I need to watch constantly, just to kind of like. Dip into my uh, well for this for end games and Infinity Wars. It's just to dip into my uh, my my f- my fan base uh, funny bone as a child. Like again, this is a comic book like brought into life. Yeah. Uh, end games pretty much killed it. Like every time I watch certain Look, scenes, I'm like, w- like I'm still judging my pants. So End Game is on Disney Plus. Is it on Disney Plus? Yeah. Okay. And I watched it. Yeah. I teared up. Which one? Which scene? Uh, when Tony is yelling at Cap. Yeah. In the beginning, before they go off to it, kill. Thanos. Yeah, it kill. It's you just see like Tony's like fully destroyed. You think Downey deserves a, a, a nomination at least? If at, at least a nomination. Out of every Tony Stark role he's played, yeah. Just the beginning of Endgame, where he's on the ship. Till when they go to kill Thanos. That is one of the best acting I have ever seen. You got to give it to Chris Evans too, because if you saw his reaction from it that, was perfect. Yeah, he he felt destroyed. He felt like shit. He did, and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, I can't fully. I am not upset with yeah. you. Yeah, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> But I understand why you're going with it. But the thing is, there's like so many scenes in Endgames. Oh, like Morgan, like I love you three thousand. I'm like, oh. I when Ant Man comes back and sees his daughter. God. Ugh. Or I, I'm sorry, the pa- most painful scene is Clint Barton. Which one? Oh, in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. That is painful. Like he's like having fun with. But we saw that coming too. Yeah, we knew it was coming. Yeah. But it's still it fucking hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I I prefer maybe the I think the death of uh, well spoiler alert uh, the death of Scarlet Witch was probably another one. Oh yeah, no, there is enough emotional shots in this movie. Dude, I I basically rewind every time Cap picks up Mjolnir. Because that is a badass scene. I'm like, no. I I could still remember the first time I saw it in theaters and everybody's reaction. I'm like, what? It was a gasp. Yeah. And what? And oh my gods. Yeah. I saw it was like, I did all three. I was like, oh, and and also (gasps) when he finally says, when he finally says uh, Avengers Assemble. Clapped. There was clapping, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. in the theater. Yeah. So, and that's something you'll never relive again unless, no. you know... When God I rewatch forget. it with your child. Yeah. That's the only time. Unless unless the MCU finally does something even more epic 10 years from now. I, I don't know how they're going to top. Ooh. Well, there's so many storylines and arcs that they I can go. I think they're but going Galactus. They're going to have to. Yeah, that's the only one. Oh, and then, yeah. like, I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah, but Infinity War two, I do need to say because it's because of the climax and oh, the yeah. big ending, like oh, the when ending everybody's is killer too, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's sad. Start- like the first, if anyone wants, it's basically Thanos's movie. Yeah, and then uh, the uh, End Games is the original Six's movie. Yeah, so. fully agree with you there. Oh, Fat Thor, Jesus Christ, that's a hilarious thing, and I would love. So this is uh, a, a, a my want is when uh, Thor is kind of like when uh, Korg says he's back on he's being mean and Thor just goes in on that guy I want to see the flip scene of that yeah. and it turns out to be Loki what's, it like, what's his name Noob Noob uh, Noob, Noob 20, Killer or something Noob, like Noob that Noob 22 or something yeah. yeah I want it to be Loki yeah cause you know how Loki leaves and like so well, well Loki's dead though is he though? Well, he's not dead anymore because of when he the, when the cosmic he, cube. When, yes, yeah, yeah. But he that that's was it two thousand and twelve Loki. Loki. But you never know. We'll, I'm excited for the show. I am too. Yeah. All right. So, what is your number two? Schindler's List. I love that movie, but the problem is I can't watch it all the time. Same with me. Yeah. But it's just one of those movies, like like you you needed your romantic comedy on it. Yeah. You needed your comedy. Yeah. I needed something to make me feel. Yeah. And this make this hits you in the feels mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Specifically the end when Schindler's like, I could have saved more. Yeah. You just like you just feel mm-hmm. for him, right? So for me, that's why it's on this list. It's mm-hmm. it's a classic. I think it's I think it's Spielberg's best. Yeah, I'll put it up there as his best. Like there that's saving private Ryan. Like, th- yeah. when he does movies that have, like, not to say his other movies are shit. No, yeah. they're they're masterpieces in their own right. Yeah. But movies like Saving Private Ryan, Band of Brothers. Well, oh, uh, he produced it. He helped produce, with, uh, but you can with still him, fe- With Tom Hanks. But you can still feel his yeah. fingers in it. Yeah. Um, and Schindler's List. You, get, you see, because he has so much passion for these movies. Mm-hmm. You can feel it in the movie, and it just makes it it resonates with you so much. Yeah, well, one of my favorite classics that doesn't get enough uh, Garner is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's a classic. It's a great movie. It's uh, it's because it's like what eighties, yeah. But it for its time, like the the practical effects was just amazing. Yeah, but for me, Schindler's List, it's just you have Liam Neeson playing Oscar Schindler, Oscar Schindler, in, um, like like how. How much, like, this is an iconic person mm-hmm. that saved hundreds of people, mm-hmm. and you have you've been tasked yeah. with portraying him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like portraying, you know, Donald Trump or I know Donald Trump is a bad thing. I apologize. Um, portraying another person in history because. The, or you're portraying something like you're doing an autobiography or something of someone, you know, mm-hmm. like the Tanya Hardings or something like that. Have you read the book? Because it's based off a book, I think. Schindler's List. No, I haven't read the book. Okay. But it's like the, it's a not, um, or like Edward Snowden's movie, you know, like or Steve Jobs' movie. Yeah, you're stepping in the role of the an actual person, but this is someone who literally risked their life, mm-hmm. and his family's life. To save people. Well, that that first half of the movie, where basically the and the Nazis like bulldozed through uh, um, that um, that Poland? town, uh, Poland, 
uh, and just pretty much starting putting people in concentration camps and separating families. Like that's the what? Of course, the iconic scene with the girl with the pink the, dre- the uh, red the dress, pink, the red dress, the red coat. Sorry, it's a red coat. I thought it was pink. Anyways, no, it's red. Regardless, like, and then when you saw her, like, you know, um, dead. This this movie just like it just resonates with you, and I have to give credit yeah. to um, Liam Neeson for for having the ability to portray such an iconic person. Mm-hmm. And also, if I'm not mistaken, well, it was Ray Fiennes. He yeah, plays, Ray Fiennes. He plays the uh, the Nazi yeah. general or Nazi SS mm-hmm. agent, and like just also having to go into that dark of a mind space yeah. to portray such an evil person. Well, Ben Kingsley plays an iconic role he's the he's the um like the f- the accountant or something like yeah, that yeah well he's because he's polish oh yeah. no he's a jew sorry hold on and he's the one who kind of convinces schindler to do it yeah well he yeah pretty much boom i love how liam neeson is like the first whenever you put in liam yeah he plays Amon goth that's Ralph Fine, sorry, Banks Kingling is Isaac Stern. Okay. Uh you have Caroline Goodall who plays the wife. Yeah. And that's pretty much No, well, everybody else is pretty much um, unknown. Relatively unknown. They're yeah. like yeah, so you have But even then, um like the only movie that I know um uh, Liam Neeson prior to it was uh Darkman. Yeah. So it's like a tif- di- definitely different movie, big time. Yeah, like he he. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was my number f- two. Two. Okay. What's your number one? Okay. How upset am I going to be? No, you're not going to be upset. Okay. Well, I don't know, but I don't know if you like this movie. I think you do, but you know, you know how it is. You know, when life is like a box of chocolate. Oh, you goddamn bastard! You never know what you're going to get. Son of a bitch. You didn't. Um, I got shot in the buttocks. Forrest Gump. Uh, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Ice cream. I can quote that movie. That's why it's my number one. It's like. It's fair. It's. It's a great movie. The thing is, like, watching it too, it's like, yeah, uh, Jenny did use forest like yeah. literally until the point she died and what happened to uh to jenny when she died he um he he gave him a son which is fine don't get me wrong but the thing is is like i'm looking at the perspective of forest being like look she he was absolutely in love with this girl for the longest time yeah. and she do and he basically like lived his life and basically she treated him like shit but the thing is it's like love is love man yeah and even then like forrest left lived his life to the fullest so he went he went he to, lived his life he lived more of a life than yeah. most people live yeah, in yeah. The, in and jenny lifetimes. and jenny was just pretty much shitting on her like doing drugs and whatever, yeah. which is fine. But I'm thinking it's like four is what he went to World War Two. Uh, he no, he didn't go to two. Oh, uh, sorry, he went to Vietnam. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Uh, he played football, college football, with a full scholarship. Yeah. Uh, he went. To, he saw the president what three times? Three uh, different presidents. Yeah, three different presidents. Uh, he um, what is it? He's super rich. Yeah, he's super rich. Uh, he oh he he fronted his own uh, shrimp company. Uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp. Have yeah. you ever been to the restaurant in the States? No, I want to. It's good. The thing is, it's very pricey. 
Yeah. But it was worth, it's worth going at least one time. So if you go to New York, it's in Times Square. I'm not going to go to the one in New York. I'm going to go down in Louisiana. Uh, I don't know where they have it. Well, I went to the one in Santa Monica. I love you, Santa Monica. Uh, by the pier. So, uh, I, it's But it's good. It's it's really good. I really like it. It's just it's super pricey. But it's all like, you know, Forrest Gump, like... Style. Style. Prever- like, um, like stuff. Yeah. Like, they play the movie constantly on the loop. Yeah, the TVs and stuff like that, but uh, but again, it like it's one of my favorite Robert Zemeckis movies. Like, there's a lot. Of course, Back to the Future is a great movie too, and I should have put that on the list too. But it's uh, but it's your honorable mention. It'll be in my honorable mention. But Forrest Gump, um, I can quote that movie. Tom Hanks, he deserved that second uh, Oscar. Um, he and it just it, it it's a he. It, Tom, Tom Hanks Cruise. is sorry, amazing. not I said Tom Cruise, right? Tom Hanks, excuse me. Tom Hanks is amazing. I am looking forward like, to Like I I uh, love I love my dad, but I would love to have Tom Hanks as my dad too. Oh yeah. So he's everyone's dad. Oh god. Like are you, are you excited to see him as Mr. Rogers? You have no idea how excited I am. Yeah. Have you seen the documentary? I have not. I want to see it. But I want to see the movie too. Like, yes. but apparently, uh, I'll just go off topic a bit. Like, apparently, he is related to uh, Tom. Uh, sorry, um, um, Mr. Mr. Rogers in real life. I wouldn't be surprised. He's so wholesome. Yeah. Oh God. You can. Th- th- I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Tom Hanks is related. Well, as you said, he. You think he's related to uh, Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers himself? That's what he said. But Mr. Rogers is probably related to Bob Ross. Oh my God! I should have. Okay, next week I'm gonna wear my Bob Ross T-shirt. Hold on, who who's probably also related to? Uh, um, Are you trying to think of like nice guys? Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my God! Uh, Steve Irwin, the Crocodile Hunter. Yes, because he's just super amazing. Crikey! Crikey! No, it doesn't. Isn't that the Crocodile Crocodile Dundee? No. Okay. He says Crikey. Okay. Uh, there's like the four people of wholesomeness. You have Bob Ross, um, Mr. Rogers, um, Steve Irwin, and there's one more. Of like nice guys? Yeah. Instead of like the four, four, uh, four horses of the apocalypse, it's like the four people of... Niceness. Wholesomeness. Oh man, Tom, oh man, I'm trying to think of anybody who's the equivalent of Tom Hanks. Oh, uh, here it is, the Four Horsemen of Wholesomeness. Oh, that's actually a list, or like, uh, okay, go ahead. So for life, you have, oh, what's his name? I forget his name. Uh, He invented the Muppets. Jim Henson. Jim Henson is life. Okay. Self love is uh, Mr. Rogers. Okay. Peace is Bob Ross, and nature is Steve Irwin. Okay. Which like, is true. Okay, so that's like the uh, the Mount Rushmore of yeah. Uh, wholesomeness. Yeah, the Mount Rushmore of wholesomeness. But then, and you put Tom Hanks into all that. He'll probably play all four characters. Yeah, in, like, he could play all movies. But yeah, so those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fully okay with that because it is a wholesome movie and it's an amazing movie. I don't know if I can watch it multiple times. I think uh, I've seen it twice. Wait, 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 what does he say? He says, uh, oh, "What does he say to Jenny?" It's like. Anyways, yeah, it's just like he's he like he's 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 a he's an easygoing dude who who lived his life to the fullest, right? Fully agree. Fully he, agree. That Alabama uh, accent, it's just, it's golden. And you know, Mrs. Gump too. Like you gotta give her praise for raising a boy that special, you know, special. But the thing is too, it's like she's a strong woman too. Yeah. So like 
well, like you know the you know shout out to like uh, Sh- Sally Field, you know that was a pretty good performance too. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. So life is like a box of chocolates. You never know no what you're gonna get. get. All right. So mine is. Here we go. It's a movie I I thoroughly enjoy. It's a porno. It's a porno. Isn't no, it? it's not. <laughs> and when I started at Colossus. Oh, you were, uh, okay? Yeah, I remember you said you were there. Okay, go ahead. On the name tag, it, you always have the, your name. Yeah, and the yeah. Movie. Oh, and mine was Force Cup. Mine never changed. Oh, here we go. Boondock Saints. Yeah, I just seen that from a mile away. Boondock Saints. It's a cla- It's a good movie. Though. It is it's a, a cult classic. It is a cult classic. It is hilarious. Yeah. It is. It has the action you want in it, and there's a little heart in it too. What are the brothers' names again? The McManus brothers. There you go. Yeah. Fucking put me on the spot. <laughs> no, I'm just, trying, just I'm leaves, trying. Whenever someone puts me on the spot, everything just goes boom. I'm I just trying. No, I'm just, just trying to. I'm just trying to remember because it's been a while. But I love that movie. I used to watch it constantly. It is. Uh, but the only reason too is like William Dafoe. Oh yeah, William as the as the gay detective. In that movie, uh, he that movie introduced me to William Dafoe. But he's been in other classes. He has. I've seen him in other movies. But you know when you see an actor in a, another movie, you're like, ah. Uh, but then you see him in a, like, like for me, an iconic role as the FBI direct uh, detective. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, that's amazing. And then you realize he's been in like 20 other movies you've seen. Yeah. And you're like, oh. He was also, he was, uh, he was, uh, uh, what was it? Um, what's that war movie? Vietnam War movie. Wind Talkers? Uh, no. Uh, Platoon. You ever seen Platoon? Yes. Oh man, he well he plays the good sergeant, well good captain, but he got fucked over by uh by Tom Berenger's character. But William Defoe, he he is the iconic. He he's somebody that I picture as a detective. The way he kind oh, yeah. of like gracefully uh tries to um investigate a scene of a crime. Yeah. Usually with the with classic music uh classical oh, yeah. music. The classical music on. Yeah. It is I again, it's a non-linear story. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But it's so much fun mm-hmm. in this movie. The 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 jokes and that, mm-hmm. and you have the guy with Tourette's mm-hmm. who can't say a proverb f- properly. Mm-hmm. So I love that aspect. Oh, it's just so good. Yeah, love it. Favorite this, movie. Yeah. Uh, did you like the second one? It was okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind it. Of course, the f- you can't touch the first one because no. it is a cult classic. The second one, I get. I can watch it. I can watch it, but it's like I watch it and then a good piece of time yeah but you need that again. you William Defoe would have been great in the second one if she was she, technically I mean. in it well in the end the but that's like, because they was trying to set up for a third one yeah. I think right uh, any word on that one by chance oh god don't even get me started they're like a TV show now well without the bro- uh, without Sean or Norman in it well Norman Reedus is concentrating on uh, Walking Dead right now he has so. The Walking Dead he has Ride with Reedus yeah um, he has that video the guy, game. The guy is like close to 50, or probably is 50 by now. He's over 50, but he don't look a day over 35. He's like, yeah, he's like Paul Rudd. Like, god damn you Well, guys. he looks older. Well, because of the ruggedness. Yeah, the, but, but it, it's not like it didn't age him no. the same way. No, and the thing is, I if you tell me, like, like if I looked at him now, I still would have think he's at least in his late 30s, or yeah. early 40s. So It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So before we sign off, we're coming to the shout outs. Oh. Yeah. Next week I'll have a proper form for shout outs. Sweet. Um, this week I want to shout out Kaiju Weekly. 
It's a podcast that deals with uh, giant monsters, pretty much. Like so got your Godzillas, your King Ultraman, your King Kong. Ooh, Ultraman. Yeah. Wow. They talked about it. Uh, last week, they shout, gave us a shout out because I was, uh, they put in uh, on, since I follow them, they asked a question, what animatronic monster hands, uh, yeah, so like it's just the hands. Okay. Um, which animatronic hands uh, flipped the bird to the to the producers and then got stuck like that and delayed filming for six uh, for a week, I believe the question was. This is a classic movie? Yeah, it's a classic. Um, I put Mighty Joe Young. Okay. Because it would have been funny, a Disney film, you know, the producers yeah. come in, you flip the bird, ha, ha, ha. Because yeah. most Disney... I was wrong. <laughs> okay. Obviously. It was like a 60s uh, King Kong movie. Okay. Um, I don't know the exact thing, but they gave us a shout out, so I'm going to give them a shout out as well. Um, it's hosted by Travis and Steven. What's up, Travis? What's up, Steven? Uh, Steven has been on this uh, podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the episode, but I will have it there. Links for them will be in the show notes down below. Mm-hmm. And coming from last week when we talked about how soft my beard was. Okay. You remember that? Yeah. I got a comment. That someone wanted to touch my beard. And then they did touch my beard and they said that it was extremely soft. Is this a guy or a girl? Girl. I'm not going to let a man touch my beard. Are you crazy? Well, I touched it. You're different. I'm a boy, am I? You're my co-host. <sighs> All right. <laughs> so shout out to Shirley, uh, the well, La Luchadora. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Shirley, uh, who had the guts to actually touch that Whatever you call it, better than you'll ever grow. Amish, fuck yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Amish beard. Um, but yes, no. shout out to Shirley for uh, that. Yeah, and there was going to be another shout out, but the person didn't get back in time, so they're not going to get a shout out this week. Maybe next week. You know who you are. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. You have so, anything you want to talk about? No. Just, oh, you you've know. been dropping your mixtapes again. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for the next seven hold, hold weeks. On, hold on. Hold on. Let's well, get it's not the, that's not. That's, well, it's fine. It's okay. a mixtape. That's you. Okay. Look, if you go to my Instagram and Facebook, I've been uh, reposting uh, my the last uh, seven uh, mixtapes that I've done. We're on week two. So we're on uh, mixtape two. Uh, by So we're going from one to seven for seven weeks. Uh, I've been posting every Sunday. So uh, once we once we reach the eighth week, I'm planning to put out a new mixtape um, um, on my uh, Mixcloud website. Uh, all the description will be. Uh, I'll send it to Phil, and it'll be on the link. But it's always uh, in the show notes down yeah, below. So uh, so ideally, it's just people to you know take a listen to what I do, and by the eighth one, you get uh, a new flavor. So it's more of a it's more of a motivation, but also like I, there's a reason why I've been listening, going back to these mixtapes because there's a reason why I love doing these mixtapes because it's my personality of how I feel. So uh, and this week it was like it's just all about hip hop. So mm-hmm. that was my second mixtape. So by all means, uh, take a look, see. <laughs> I 
Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, long pause. Deadpan. Okay, yeah. Deadpan, yeah. So, of course, you can always find everything in the show notes down below. But if you don't want to take your time and look in the show notes, you can follow, find all the information for Al at his website at www.djoverflowmtl.com. Check it out. You can uh, find out where he's mixing. You can follow his Instagram, his Facebook, his Twitter, all that fun stuff on there. Um, of course. Oh, actually, just really quick. Whoop, um, let's go back to Al. No, I just want to just really. I've been into. Uh, yeah, have you been into the TikTok app? Yes. Uh, it's like it's the new Vine. I I haven't started posting yet. Uh, I'm looking. I at did it, two but posts, but they're just generic. Why, but why haven't I followed you? Why didn't you tell me this? I would have followed well, you. Well, then we'll, you have to send me the link so I can put it on your your <laughs> stuff now. But I've just been more saving videos, like I did, like with the Vine app, because those videos are just hilarious. Some of them are really good. Yeah, and I've been following like celebrities, like The Rock and Will Smith and stuff. But yeah. I'm I want to build that up and actually do the thing that I want to do is actually create funny 15 two minute videos. Okay. So hey, let's work on something together. There we will. Oh, sweet. Swing. Bada, 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 bada. Swing. Uh, you can follow the show on all social medias at Feel Better Show. You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're very easy. If you want a shout out, make sure you comment either on one of our videos on the Facebook page. Uh, not the Facebook page. Sorry. The YouTube page. Comment on our imagery that I post up every week. It takes me hours to do those. And by hours, I mean like five minutes um, most of the time. Um, or send us an email at feelbettershow at gmail.com. Uh, we'll gladly shout you out. If you have something you want to promote as well, hit me up. I'll, I won't be against promoting that. Um, next week, we're talking about something. I don't know what. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We should uh, we should start planning our 200th episode at this point. Yeah, we should because yeah, yeah. by the time we get to it. Yeah. Um, oh, I have to talk to you off screen about something. Um, make Suspense. sure you check out the Feel Better Show YouTube channel to check out our new series, The Couch Reviews. And, of course, if you're already watching this on YouTube, you've probably seen the last couple episodes. But make sure you give us a like, give us a subscribe, share us with your friends. Just generally... Oh, oh and if you decide to leave a review on the uh, Apple iTunes thing, I don't know. I, what, uh, podcast. There you go. Thank you. The <laughs> podcast app of your choice. Let us... Let us know. We'll read it live on air. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much from Al and me for giving us this opportunity to do 100 episodes. I've only done like what, uh, like like 80 you're, something of it? You're probably about 80, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've done 100. Okay. I've done actually more than 100. Well, because you are the host. I am the host, but <laughs> taking you off camera. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you again for allowing me to have this opportunity for you guys to listen to the show. Give us your feedback. If you've been a guest on it, I thank you very much. If you would like to be a guest, please reach out. We'll gladly have it. And as always, I am Phil Better. He is DJ Overflow. Go see a movie. Is Al going to say something smart now? Uh, I'm trying to think of a movie to suggest. Oh, The Irishman's coming out tonight. Oh, The Irishman then. Okay. Jesus, that's bright. Sorry about that. God damn it. Are we done? Ah! Okay, we're done here. How do you turn this thing off again? I don't know. Okay. You're the one handling everything. I'm just here.